Rough Trade is giving away a third of the first three months of the Rough Trade Club plus new music membership exclusively to 101 Part-Time Jobs listeners. Become a member of Rough Trade Club New Music and you'll receive the Rough Trade Album of the Month straight to your door every month on an exclusive vinyl pressing with bonus material. Club members have received exclusive pressings of albums from Sufjan Stevens, Sprints, The Last Dinner Party, English Teacher and Over Mono, just to name a few, this past year alone. Sign up using the promo code CLUB101POD and you'll get Rough Trade's Album of the Month, Camera Obscura's Look to the East, Look to the West for a third of the usual price. By signing up, you'll be getting Rough Trade's exclusive issue of the album on opaque purple in a gatefold sleeve plus a bonus CD containing five demos. Don't want the album of the month but still want all the benefits? Sign up to the standard tier using Club 101 Pod and you'll still get the first month free. You'll also get free shipping on all orders, 10% off at the bar and on secondhand vinyl in store and exclusive access to sold out Rough Trade events. So don't hang around. Head to roughtrade.com slash club and sign up with the code CLUB101POD. That's CLUB101POD and claim money Money off Rough Trade's album of the month today. This offer is for UK residents only. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app. And you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hello, you're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs, the podcast where I speak to musicians and artists about how they've survived over the years. Everyone I'll speak to has a completely different story about not only how they started writing and making records, but how they turned that into something that they do every day, more or less, full time. Priya Ragu is my guest on today's episode. Her mixtape, Damn She's Tamil, is absolutely fantastic. If you haven't heard it already, I strongly suggest you go and inform yourself on the joys that are in that record. And this Saturday at 10 past 10 p.m. on BBC Two and BBC iPlayer, she'll be performing on Later with Jules Holland. We won't want to miss that. East London Signature Brew have been making beers with bands since 2011. They've made beers with Mastodon, Idols, Sports Team, just to name a few. They're the official beer of 101 part-time jobs, which means you can go to their website, signaturebrew.co.uk. You can make an order there. And if you use 101 podcast as a voucher code, you can get 10% off that order. All right, here's Priya Ragu on 101 part-time jobs. It's almost been exactly a year since Good Love 2.0 came out. Did you realize that? I just realized that, yes. Uh, Yeah, it opened up so many doors for me. And um, it's really unreal, like the things that have been happening the past few months. It's um, I can't really describe it. It's like more than what I've expected. Going back one more year, what were you doing two years ago? You know, what were you waking up to towards? What was what was going on in, in that day? Do you think I was working for Swiss Airlines as a technical purchaser? And at the same time, I was um, doing music. I just, in 2017, I just like decided to go all in musically and just, uh, I wanted to know if this was the right thing for me. So everything I earned at Swiss Airlines, I invested all the money into music. It's so so interesting to think that, you know, say if you were going to go really into music, with as much vigor and you know seriousness and organization as when you were 18 or 19 for example which you know thanks to the music press we all feel like people <laughs> should be starting their careers and that's given you not just a kind of financial backing but it's also you know you, you, everyone learns so much in their 20s for me it was never really clear if i wanted to take that musical path in my 20s uh, I always knew that I had a gift um, and people used to tell me and ask me, hey, when are you going to release a song? When are you going to release an album? So I just eventually stopped going to jam sessions and open mics because I couldn't answer those questions. Like For me, it was just like something impossible to to achieve like musically to go international because you don't see that many artists doing it out of Switzerland. So in my mind, it was just a side thing. 
music. Mm. Um, and I also didn't know, like, like musically, what direction I wanted to go. Yeah. Um, so it everything it took time, like until I was really, really ready, because I had a deal with a label in Switzerland, like a few years ago, and um, just before signing. I just had a really, really bad gut feeling <laughs> about it. And also they were like, hey, you can only work with in-house producers. That means it's not really the music that I want to create, you know? Mm. So, yeah, it was for me essential to make the music that I want to make and not just for the sake of it to become a pop star. So prior to Good Love... 2.0 you'd you'd put your foot into the music industry you'd kind of made a bit of a shuffle there with that label uh well yeah i just like did featurings with swiss local artists or uh backing vocals but i never really released my own song before that because the label came because i did a cover song on youtube and they saw it and they thought there's a lot of potential I think there is so much pressure on artists to, to know exactly what they are and and to be able to sum it up in a in a in a, in a strap line for a, a PR. Were you comfortable in in kind of being patient? <laughs> I mm -hmm. suppose you know. Were you comfortable in in thinking you know now right now might not be the time, but yeah. I mean, I was losing patience actually because uh, once I decided to do music in two thousand seventeen. I was like, let's go, Jaffna, who's my brother and producer. Mm -hmm. uh, let's release all these songs. Uh, and he's always the one who's like, hey, you have to be more patient and because it all takes time. We have to build up. And uh, so he actually taught me how to be patient. And before that, it was more like pushing it out, you know, like trying to ignore the talent and the music thing that's why it also took a lot a long time to to get here you know with my brother and sister I find it hard to to listen to them sometimes and <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. have that kind of friendship that you weirdly have with your with other friends or people who, yeah. who aren't related to you when your brother was helping you be yourself did you did you find it quite easy to to listen to him to to to, to let his words resonate for you no I mean we had a lot of back and forth <laughs> when it came to that because I thought let's just release it let's put it out there I waited long enough um, but eventually it made sense to wait and uh, build up a fan base and just like really invest the time into um, the marketing side of it mm -hmm. So, yeah, at the end, it really all made sense. And now when I look back, I'm like, okay, um, you were right. Does that help you going forwards as well? Kind of allowing, allowing, that, um, allowing that sort of energy to flow through you and kind of follow it? Yeah, I mean, just otherwise you're like pressuring yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm really like grateful to have my brother on my side in this project or generally making music. It's, it's just like, it's not just one child of the family, but both of them. Yeah. And I'm really, really proud and happy about that. One of the brilliant things about 
some of the articles that have been coming out over the last couple of months was how how you left the job and you know you're in the states and your parents thought that you were on a work trip and you were you were out there creating making records making music yeah what's the latest on that do they do they know now <laughs> well actually a few months ago i resigned but they're still like hey even if this music thing is going well keep your job you know mm. and never let go of it and i'm like well, I just took some time off. So that's all I said. It's just like they're worrying too much and it's so unnecessary. You know, you don't have to tell everything and share everything with your parents. And I'm like, you're 30. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I learned a good word the other month that's you stress. So it's stress, but it's, you know, the stress that spell E-U stress. Okay. Um, and it's like good stress. It's stress that makes you do shit. And I think I have that right now. <laughs> doing all the all the press stuff yeah all the promo and uh, creating new music so it keeps me going you know otherwise if I have too much time I'm like I'm taking that time I'm just like maybe not that productive yeah but if I have like a timeline and this is what I have to do on this date it's just like it keeps me going which is a good thing when you were making Damn She's Tamil, your debut mixtape, did you find yourself throughout the process taking it more and more seriously, kind of getting amped up by it? Yeah, definitely more seriously. Because <laughs> yeah. before you're like careless and you're like, okay, I'm just taking my longest time to write this song. And so now it's like, okay, uh, I guess this is my full-time job now. And before I was doing, I was working for Swiss Airlines 100%. So only in the evening I was able to be creative. Mm. Uh, and now it's like, wow, I'm so, in a way, so free. You wake up and you're like, okay, you can just plan your own day, and, um, which is amazing. Have you found that new routine difficult to have have discipline to to wake up and, and actually, you know, get on with it for, for yourself. Yeah, it's just like sometimes I do have discipline and and sometimes I'm like, okay, I think I'm allowed to have like a Netflix Netflix and chill day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it becomes not only day, it becomes like days and then <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I I have this structure, like I wake up in the morning I meditate for 20 minutes and then I write down three pages of uh, my thoughts and I just process the previous day and then I just start the day. And if I feel like if I miss those things in the morning, I'm, I don't feel complete in a way, you know, it's like brushing your teeth in the morning. Even doing, you know, writing down thoughts or, or diary or or lyrics that is meditation right it is meditation yes yes and it's it's I think it's so important just to spend time with yourself uh especially in the morning um because yeah otherwise it's it's start it's hard to um start the day and then stress stress comes yeah and then you're you're kind of losing yourself I just started a new thing. Um, I leave my phone in the other room 
when I sleep. So when I sleep, I'm like completely uh, relaxed, you know. Mm. Otherwise, you always have in back of my mind, you, you always have like, oh, let's check the phone mm -hmm. during the night in between. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so now it feels really, really good. I mean, if you want to try that. Uh, that's that's really good advice. Have you got a alarm clock, like a separate alarm clock? Not anymore. No, I used to have that when I worked um, for Swiss Airlines, but not anymore. Uh, Unless there's an interview in the morning. Yeah, such yeah. as today. Today, yeah, today <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> the, the old twelve thirty wake up. Yeah, exactly. Were you good at waking up for Swiss Airlines for that stuff? Yeah, yeah, you? I was really good. I was on point, but I was like uh rushing in the morning you know it was never like an hour before and then preparing my breakfast no I, I would always like stress but I would, <laughs> I would be punctual uh, have you have you been running for school and work all your life would you say oh my god now that you're asking me that it's true <laughs> <laughs> I, I i have it probably three days a week where i'll literally the doors will be closing boop, 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 closing. <laughs> i'm like ah <laughs> And then the person's on the people on the train, like, what the fuck? Who's this weird guy? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, that's funny because I'm also like a, a last minute person, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't know what I wait for, but maybe I need that that stress right before. Has that come into the way you write? It comes easier, yeah. When I when I have like a timeline, like, okay, we, we need to deliver a song. I'm I'm better that like that than I have forever time to to write songs. Yeah. <laughs> then I just take my time, but like this, I need the pressure. If there's a deadline, you work to that deadline. You know, you don't. Yeah, that's true. But also at the same time, I'm also like adjusting my lifestyle right now. Like, you know, now I have these opportunities to go into big studios and have these sessions with other musicians uh so it's like i'm really like finding my own way to to write songs nowadays before it was it was yeah it was never like hey jaffna let's meet in the studio let's write songs it was always i had i was in my own space and he was at his place and we would just send files back and forth but now it's like, let's get into the studio. And then from scratch, we're just going to create something new. So that's, that's, that's a new thing for me. So it often seems that, you know, there are people working behind the scenes, whether they're sort of friends or people that you work with, that you know, you can bounce ideas off or get inspiration from perhaps, or, or talk to, you know, during the process of the creative projects you're doing at the time. Who are those people in your life? Yeah, it's actually, I'm really like grateful for my team. Uh, it's my management team. And yeah, we, we have a really great relationship and, and they're always there to, to, you know, to talk or if I have doubts or whatever, um, especially my manager. Yeah, we're, we're, we're friends and it's, it's important to have a good relationship with your manager. I have this manager, and but but then I also have a day-to-day -day manager. So, yeah, we we're pretty cool, but it's not like we hang with each other twenty-four-seven. Currently, I'm in Zurich, but uh, when I'm in London, we meet up 
and we go for drinks together. My brother had his birthday the other day. We invited the whole team and had a good time. So yeah, it's it's all about growing, growing together and be successful together. How are you finding getting back to socializing, to meeting new people in person and, you know, like going out and, and, and not knowing what's ahead of you in that night? Um, actually, I feel I feel pretty good. I've been to a few events in the past weeks and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, just to be with friends and getting to know new people, um, dancing to good music. Mm which doesn't happen that often. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, but if I'm like invited like alone to an event, then I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. In terms of writing for the upcoming, for, for the new project, how, yeah. how far in it? How far in are you? Well, yeah, we, we just like worked with, I mean, with we, I mean, Jaffna, I mean, with other musicians and um, there's this guy called Benna who's a saxophone player. Um, we went with him into the studio and he was just like freestyling over the songs we have created so far. And it's just adds so much to it, to the songs already. Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we wrote a few songs and we're still on it. Um, we got a few good ones. <laughs> uh yeah um and we're like thinking of releasing soon again and you know in terms of releasing stuff having that that in independent thought I suppose of you know maybe what you were doing a few years ago you you were relying on yourself to to put yourself out there whereas now you you have a a team right did, did you find it easy did you did you find it comfortable stepping back from from that role well no I'm I'm really like still involved uh but luckily, we all have like kind of the same taste and ear when it comes to knowing which song should be next. And it was never a debate so far. It was always like making sense. Okay, yeah, this is the one. And even there's, um, there's this other song which didn't everybody agree to. And for me, it was important to put it out because I, I felt like personally connected to it. And so we're putting that out as well. So, yeah, I mean, there is a lot of communication going on. And uh, yeah, a lot of communication. Like yeah. it's got to be constant. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's, it's a part of it if you're working with a big team. Do, do, you, do you find this, you know, you're good with the energy. You have the energy inside of you. For that, honestly, the people that are surrounded by me are all amazing, so amazing that I thought, okay, there must be something wrong with them. They it can't be that they're all that nice. <laughs> <laughs> but now a year has passed, and you know they're all the same. And I guess I just got really lucky, or I just attracted them into my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, manifested it. That's the ma manifested, phrase, it? yeah. And because I, I remember I did a vision board uh, in 2019 and there I wasn't talking about labels or anything, but I, I was talking about a team um, that I want to have a team and people that have like really good intention and honest people. And that's what I put on the vision board. 
and it happened and that's that vision board would be everything from from the music to the to the tone to to the look to the fashion everything yeah i even put a tiny desk in and at that time i was not signed i didn't have any connection i just like released uh two songs or something and then i just put that on i put it on um the vogue article that i wanted to be in vogue (laughs) Just like, you know, not on the cover or anything, but just, you know, um, that Vogue introduces me as an artist. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know why I put the, put put it down there because I don't read the Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in my mind, I just thought, hey, if I if I reach that, then I just made it. Uh, so, yeah, I just put that down. So everything actually happened. And so where do you go from there? Have you got a new vision board? Have you got new goals? Yes, I have no goals, but I can't really talk about it now, you know? Yeah. Because it's all very materialistic. <laughs> and you know, the, the live side of things, going on tour, be, being away, so far it's, it's, it's been studio, it's been at home, uh, it's been Zoom calls. Yeah, it's like there was a time when I played cover songs with my mate he was playing the guitar and at the same time he was playing the drums with his feet Great. and people were able to book us uh, to play at family events and they didn't have to pay us but in return they would just give us food or a fresh haircut <laughs> it was just a, like a side thing I did and I just gained a lot of confidence in performing because I was very shy before that and it says to me that there's a big community element in that. You know, you're sharing something that's not that's not money. You know, it's experiences, and it, and exactly. it's sharing. You're sharing your craft. Yeah, and and in return, I can just celebrate with them after the show and eat their yeah. food and <laughs> getting to know each other. And it was always a good time. It was fun. Do you think those experiences has has made it so that you know? If you're doing something now that's not fun, you know, you know that you're supposed to be. Yeah, 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 exactly. And also because I did that, I, um, I gained a lot of confidence in performing mm. because before that I was like really shy. I mean, I'm still shy, you know. Uh, I mean, because after the, the lockdown and all that, I'm able to perform now in front of a lot of people. Like I was able to open up for Jungle in Brixton. Yeah, saw that. In Manchester. And I never played in front of so many people in my life. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, I just got to do this now. I just have to go out. Uh, so yeah, my heart was racing and it was, I was very nervous. But then once you were on the stage, you I mean, I felt the energy from the crowd. And first song, I was super nervous. But then second song, I just got, I just kind of lost myself there, you know? I was just in the music. Brixton must have just been an amazing feeling. What lasting memory have you got from, from being on stage? Is, is there anyone you saw in the crowd or anything you... It was just funny because um, there's this part called Yele Lo in the song Chicken Lemon Rice, right? If I want to dance for the night, say Yele Lo. And I was like, say Yele Lo. And then the crowd was like, yellow <laughs> I was like okay that works too the color yellow 
Yellow is a good word to have in a song. I read an interview with Chris Martin about where, you know, that where that word came from, from that Coldplay tune. And he was like, well, you know, O is such a good word to sing. (laughs) He was was looking for words that had O on the end that sounded. So, (laughs) well, yeah, then I did something good then. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Looking back to working for Swiss Airlines, did you sort of learn a lot about yourself there? Did you sort of find an identity there? I mean, when you, when you look back on that time, how much how much do you think you've grown since then? I just feel like I learned much more as an artist in the past year than I was in that office for the past 10 years. I felt like I feel like as an artist you're challenging yourself every day. You challenge your spirit every day and you grow. Mm. Uh, in the office, that wasn't really the case. I was I was never really in the moment. I was always away with my thoughts. Um, I took a lot of, lot of coffee breaks. <laughs> I was just uh, talking a lot about music with my mates. Um, yeah, it was clearly not the right thing for me. But I was a good employee. I, I just did my job. Uh, but it didn't really feed my soul. It's, it's such a conflict that I think so many people have. Exactly what you say there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're like, at one point, if you're honest with yourself and really question um, if, if, if it makes sense to, to, to stay or... If the work makes sense, like, yeah, am I helping any anybody in there? Mm. Um, so it just didn't make sense for me. But at the same time, I needed that job in order to make music. So it created a lot of opportunities. Uh, I never had to worry about money. I was able to book a flight to India, like a standby flight, which is which was really really cheap. Um, for the video guy and uh, and my mates to fly down to India to shoot a music video. So because I was working for Swiss Airlines, I was able to do all these things. So I really appreciated that. I feel like we were kind of brought up to to be told, you know, you can study and then you can kind of do what whatever you, you, yeah. want, you want to do. Study and get a normal job and that's it. <laughs> and do after what you want to do is like, um yeah if we really have to but yeah it would, the main thing was to have a, a safe job and also having south asian parents um made it all more difficult to pursue for your dreams in a way like musical dreams mm-hmm. uh you know my parents were refugees in the 80s they came here with nothing no language no friends nothing they build up a life for themselves and for us 
And all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, I want to be a singer. <laughs> That's just like unrealistic mm. in that moment, you know, for my parents. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. even for me, at that time, I'm like, yeah, how, how am I, I going to be become a singer and in Switzerland and then make money out of it and all that? So that's why everything took a long time for me. I didn't know how serious I was about music. Like unconsciously, deep down, it, it was always a thing I wanted to do. But in my mind, it was never like, um, I never really picked it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm really interested in those moments where people really decide they're going to make that leap. Was that leap for you? Was that was that going to New York? Everything actually came together. I mean, the people, my friends, my brother, believing in my craft for such a long time. And, and then there was this guy that I used to like. And he was like, hey, you have so much potential. You should do something. And of course, if a guy that you like says that, you kind of want to prove to him right away. <laughs> And that was the time when I went to New York and decided I'm just going to quit because there's nothing I can lose. I can always get a job. But there's, there's still risk in that, isn't there, though? Like, what if you didn't? What if you found it hard to get a job after that, you know? Is it, though? Like, I don't know. I feel like you always get a job. I mean, it depends what you're looking for. Uh, if not an op office job, then any other kinds of jobs. But it's not like I'm going to be unemployed for the rest of my life. But as soon as I came back from New York, a half year later, I spent all my money and I wrote the 10 songs together with Jaffna. And, it was, and then it was all about recording them and producing and all that. So as soon as I came back, Swiss Airlines was like, hey, we offer you another job. Are you in? So, yeah, I took the job and I worked until few months ago right i see sometimes you just have to trust and let go you know it will come automatically and was that funny saying to them the second time right i'm gonna i'm gonna go now <laughs> yeah i mean i told them well yeah you know i'm making music and stuff and they're like yeah yeah sure sure uh let's let's talk about it where you become a superstar and yeah for them it was just like a mm. hobby thing and they thought it's a side thing, so I wouldn't leave that soon. But yeah, but I still stayed, uh, what, three years, four years? I see. So, so yeah, big yeah. time between. Yes, you just have to trust your intuition and anything can work. Great. And just take the risk. Just yeah. do it. Brilliant. Well, Priya, thanks so much for, for being up for this. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. This was fun. So there she is, Priya Ragu, catch her on Jules Holland this Saturday, also playing a yard act. You can scroll down a bit further and find my episode with them. And thank you for listening. See you next week. Here's Cox Barra. I've been working all day for me, mate, on the side, running around like a blue ass fly. I've been working, yeah, I've been working all day for me, mate. Every bleeding This is a Mighty Moon Media Podcast.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.